On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, in a game in which the Lightning checked off all the boxes, they involved their D-men, they scored first, they got off to a, a two-plus goal lead, So, but ended up losing 5-3. So my question is, what the hell happened? All that and more, we explore that on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. But first, let's play that music. Network. I'm your host, Adam Baker. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Well, I really thought Saturday night when we were watching this game that we would have gotten off to, we, we would have been discussing this this recap of the Devils game with a more better outcome, more favorable outcome. As we know, the Lightning went into the third period. Uh, looked like all things were pretty much wrapped up against a team that hasn't really performed well this season. Had a little couple of, had a couple of players that are out for the long term. A goaltender that really, like I stated in the preview episode, doesn't scare me. Well, it, it, it hockey's a weird sport, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> on today's episode, we'll be recapping the entire Devils game. We'll be discussing what the Lightning did right and obviously what went wrong. And then we will be recapping the wild game tomorrow as we preview the as well as we will preview the Lightning's game against the, the Flyers. But for the last couple of months, I've been discussing on this show all the things that the Lightning need to do to successfully and consistently go out there and win games. And for the most part, they did that. They did that. They went out. They got contributions from their D-men. First goal of the game was scored by John Ruda. And then we had a goal later on in the game by Victor Hedman. And you had... You had great play in front of the net, a goal uh, that was scored at the end of the first period by Pat Maroon cleaning up in front of the net, creating a lot of traffic around Mackenzie Blackwood. The Lightning dominated in the off uh, on the faceoff circle today with fifty-seven, uh, with a fifty-seven uh, faceoff percentage. Uh, they limited their giveaways; they only had one. They played physical; they had twenty-six hits. They scored on the power play. So. It, it, it is. It was very shocking what transpired in that third period in which the Devils scored four unanswered goals, three of which, I mean, we're not going to count the empty netter. The game was all but over at that game at that time. Uh, it's not very often that a team scores on an empty netter. Uh, I mean, on, on a when the goalie's pulled. But, it, you, you know, you, you got to just really in a game like this where that Sharagonovich, um, the last goal, the goal that gave them the lead 4-3 with, uh, at 9-34 in the third, as well as the VC goal, uh, 5-39 in, in the third that tied the game up. You really have to tip your cap to the Devils in this one. And I and it, it was funny, a, a listener 
tweeted out to the show saying it's rant pod time because I've been meeting, making it a big deal on the show about how I've really tried to not rant as much this season. Um, and you know what? I, I think we're going to create a meter on the show. I think that we're going to look at this, you know, out of one to five in terms of whether or not we should rant about this or whether we should be mad about this. You know, maybe if we recorded this show Saturday night, yes, I probably would have been at a full five, but I'm recording this on Monday and given what happened in the wild game Sunday night, I'm not, I don't look at this game as, as bad as really as I was looking at it on, on Saturday night. I, you know, there's going to be games where the lightning are going to go out there and they're going to play very good hockey. They're going to, they, I mean, in this game, they played with a lot of energy, a lot of intensity. They, like I stated, they did pretty much all the things that they need to do to win games. And sometimes the puck just doesn't bounce your way. And even on the, the go ahead goal by the Devils, the Sharagonovich goal in the third, that was just a weird bounce. So that was just a weird wobbly puck. And yes, Vazzy should have kind of closed up a little better on that, but you know, you can't like you can't fault him. You can't you can't lay this down on the on Vazzy or even Lightning players. And I stayed on in the preview show that yes, this team, this Devils team is hasn't really been playing well as of late. And in if you compare them to the other teams in the Metropolitan Division, they are pretty much at the bottom in terms of the the the, the food chain. But these team, the teams like this, are the teams that are the most dangerous because they're always going out battling. They're always going out and playing with a lot of intensity, especially when they go out and play with a play with a team such as the Lightning. They're going to go out there and, and not be discouraged. They're going to go out there and keep fighting until the final buzzer. And they did that. And I don't think anybody would have been able to predict what happened in this fourth period. I mean, this third period, excuse me. Mackenzie Blackwood, I mean, listen, I in the preview and, and I have a friend who is a devil fan, huge devil fan and. He's been giving me flack the last couple of days uh, about it, but I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, 31 saves on 34 shots. Just and he made some very big saves, especially in that third period, especially on the give and go with Kalorn. And uh, I believe it was point. I don't know who was on that other one on the on the breakaway, but it was with Kalorn and somebody else. But still, um, Mackenzie Blackwood came out and played a game. He played a hell of a game. He stood on his head for that. He he was essentially the main reason why the Devils won this game. And you could see it as with every save that he made, the ice started to tilt a little bit more in the Devils' favor. And we saw that. The Lightning just didn't have an answer. They couldn't score on him. They they were doing everything they could do. And that's that's what makes this game so frustrating. Is that when the Lightning play probably one of the better games in terms of a game plan and I that they've played all season and then we have this outcome it you just got to tip your cap to the opposing team and the opposing goaltender because that's really what it all came down to it's 
if we're going to look at this game and really sum it up, the Lightning didn't lose this game. The Devils won. And, and I think that's what the takeaway from this game is. I think the Devils went out and won this game. The Lightning didn't. They did all they could to win this game. We saw it in the first couple of periods. And then around midway through the second is when the light went on in Mackenzie Blackwood's head. And that's when some, some nights you run into a hot goaltender. The Lightning have been on the side of that many times where you got 88 net. The other team can't do anything. And then there's going to be nights like this where the other goaltender is just going to silence you guys. And it may not be right off the initial puck drop. might be what midway through the game. And regardless of if, you know, the, this game, the, the devil still had to go out there and score goals. And they did that. And it wasn't like fluky goals. They, these were very, very highlight worthy goals. The Jimmy VC breakaway was was a very good quality goal. Um, other than the the, the tur- that wasn't even a turnover. It was just a great pass from Subban to, to VC all the way down the ice. Who, unfortunately, the only negative thing I got to take from that play is just that the the Lightning should should always be accountable for 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 personnel. And someone fell asleep on the at the wheel on this play. So we'll talk more about the game going forward. But first, I want to talk about one of today's first one of today's two sponsors. One of them is directtv.stream. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Directv Stream brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you could watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Directv Stream. You can learn more at directtv.stream. That's directtv.stream. And we're back here for segment two, talking about that very tough loss on Saturday. And like I stated when I was kind of giving my initial thoughts in the opening is that, yes, if we recorded this episode fresh after the game, that probably, you were probably hearing me say a lot of different things, a lot more critical. But I decided to, to not do that because Lightning have a back-to-back. I wanted to see for the response. I wanted to see how they responded to the Wild. And yeah, obviously, as we know, the Lightning won that game in OT. And we will be recapping that. So uh, we'll be recapping that tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but before we get into talking more about the Devil game, I just want to thank all of you for listening in. I want to thank you for be- making us your first listen of the day. You guys have, you guys and girls have been spectacular in your support of the show. Please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on any streaming platform that that's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever they distribute podcasts. We are there. So go ahead and do that and turn on the notifications so as soon as the newest episode drops, you'll be notified and you could download it. And yeah, 
please download that that really makes things uh that, that really helps the show going forward uh down the road and go ahead and follow us on our social media platforms uh lo underscore lightning on twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on instagram give me a follow on twitter at danky danky e-n-k-y-d-a-n-k uh if you want to throw us a question uh to be answered on the show or just want to come on the show because we we'd love to have we love to converse with people we love to converse with the fans um i do want to get something together at some point where maybe around the christmas break that's coming up in a couple of weeks i do want to talk about you know where are we all how are we all feeling about this season thus far um because like i've stated on last episodes that christmas break new year's pretty much what you see is what you're going to get for the rest of the year with most teams uh there might be one or two teams that turn it on or completely lose it uh going into the new year uh but i think this lightning team we're kind of starting to see what is going to happen for the rest of the year but at the same time with nikita kucherov still out who i think we could all agree is probably one of the biggest game changers in the nhl i think that really this team you know, they, they, they at certain times seem lost. I could have seen a scenario in this game where if you had 86 on the ice, I think we wouldn't be sitting here talking about a 5-3 loss. I think it would have been a close game because I, I stated on the preview that, and I said before, that the Lightning, excuse me, the Devils are a team that they fight. They fight. They, they will, they will. They don't go out there and just lay down, even when they're coming off a, uh, a lo- when they're coming into this game with a losing streak. And I did say it on the preview show. Players to watch: Dawson Mercer. He's a hell of a player. He really is, Dawson Mercer, um, and Jesper Brad as well, who had who had a point in this game. Those two guys, I told you, if you don't watch them, they'll hurt you. So, uh, Nico Hischler. Hischler, whatever, how you pronounce it. He sure uh, can't pronounce names today. It's Monday, everybody. Give me a break. Um, this this Devils team is very good. And they were playing very well the first couple of weeks of the season with Jack Hughes until he got sidelined with a shoulder injury and he's been out ever since. Um, I'm curious to see how the Lightning will play the Devils again going into you know later on the season i'm pretty sure that they have filed this game away into their memory banks and and will definitely most definitely be keeping an eye on this team and and remembering this when these two teams collide once again later down the road but really to to kind of go back into to just what we saw from this game is that the lightning did everything well like i stated they they didn't lose this game not on the stat sheet, unless unless you're just counting goals, obviously, which, of course, is the most important thing. But they did everything right. They did everything right. I really, when we're looking back at this game, I don't really have many negative things to say. You know, there was a couple of plays here and there that, you know, looking back at it, if, if you really want to nitpick, yeah, that if the Lightning did things a little differently here and there, maybe. But at the same time, I mean, the Devils just... They just stepped up to the occasion. They they really did a fantastic job in this game. And I'm not trying to turn this into the locked on uh, devil's praise party because I'm not. I, I'm just calling it how it is. The Lightning 
played a very complete hockey game. You know, that third that third period, yeah, was an absolute disaster and basically a nightmare, but you can't fault them. The Lightning were playing well. Vasilevsky, for the most part, I didn't see him overcommit on really any shot. His positioning was fairly, fairly good throughout the game. Yeah, like I stated before, that 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 second goal by Sharagonovich, Sharangovich, there we go, was a weird was a weird goal. It really was, but at the same time, it just it, it just came off the stick a little floppy, which that's why you could say it probably dipped underneath Vasilevsky's pads. But at the same time, I mean, Vazzy makes that save, what, nine and a half times out of ten? And really, I mean, the VZ goal too, the Dawson Mercer goal, I, I, I don't have a problem with any of them. And really, I, you know, looking at it with the the state of mind that the Lightning would go on to win a very hard-fought game on Sunday against the Wild obviously lessens the blow a lot more. You know, if the Lightning did not play on Sunday, maybe, maybe I would probably be a little bit more critical of this game. But I'm not worried about this team playing like this. You know, I, I think if the Lightning go into every game and play like this, the way they played, I I don't have a problem with it. I'm not... I don't think that they're going to blow. They're, they're going to give up three goals, three and a half, because I don't count the empty netter at the end. But this is a style of play that I think is is the most consistently successful for the Lightning. And I wouldn't be surprised if they play like this going forward. Obviously, they have some things that they work on. They need to work on. They could have been a little bit more physical in this third period, uh, especially at the end of the second as well. But like I stated, I have really no problem with the style of play. I really have no problem with a lot of things that they did in this game. And and I think that Lightning fans should kind of look at this. Yeah, the Devils just got the best of us. And that's really all it was. You know, just because you play a full 60 minutes doesn't always guarantee that you will actually win that game. So, you know, we, we have to look at it through that lens and, you know, because the Lightning played the same exact way against the Wild and the Wild are no slouch. They're one of the top teams in the league. A lot of people just don't look at them as such just because they are the Minnesota Wild and we're so used to them not not consistently playing this well. So especially there and also in a very tough division and conference. So that's that's also the reasoning. But if the Lightning play like this, the way they same the same way they played against the Devils and the Wild, and like I stated, we'll be recapping the Devils game tomorrow, as well as previewing the Flyers game. I won't have an issue with it. I think that especially once you get Kucherov on the ice and we kind of get more of a healthy team on the ice and guys start picking it up, guys like Ross Colton who have really started to pick it up in, in the last couple of games, I think the Lightning are in good shape. I really think they are. I think that really, yeah, you could be picky about the little things, but at the end of the day, I think this team has been playing very well and they're going to continue to play well as long as they do the little things correctly. So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day. That's the OG sponsor, the one that's been with us since day one. And that is Built Bar. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is this week coming up on Thursday. So hopefully you got all your food situation planned out and all the good foods and treats and plenty. There's going to be tons of them. I can't wait. 
But like I stated on the past, that I'm not a big turkey guy. I, I don't know. It's it's the texture or whatever the case may be. Turkey is a very risky meat. You know, there, there's there's very little room for error. You could you could undercook it, you could overcook it, and there's there's really rarely any middle ground. But really, what I go to Thanksgiving for, obviously, with the time being spent with my family, is the desserts. I love the desserts, but unfortunately, they're full of calories and sugars, and that's why. This Thanksgiving, I'm going to be bringing a Bilt Bar with me because that is the new holiday dessert. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. But most Bilt Bars are only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Bilt Bar or go to a raspberry Bilt Bar instead of a raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any dessert, any pie. And the best thing about these these Bilt Bars, they're low calorie, low carb, low fat and high protein and covered in 100% real chocolate. Bilt Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, then go ahead and get yourself a Bilt Bar too to keep, keep, keep yourself, you know, ready to go, fueled up, you know, ready to take on the day. So share some of your family gatherings that you'll be having in the next couple of days. Uh, You know, throw them at those cousins that you haven't seen in a while. Uh, Give them to the aunt who still hasn't, still doesn't think that the lightning are going to three-peat. Give them to that aunt and tell her, listen, you need to stop talking. Here, have a Bilt Bar. So don't forget, there will also be surprises all month, limited time flavors arriving at Bilt.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like Bilt Bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. But in the meantime, go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. And we're back wrapping things up on Locked on Lightning. A little bit of a short episode today, which I have to admit is surprising to me given the recap that we are doing. And really, if, if you, you know, it's it's one of those games like I've stated throughout the entire episode, and I'm sure a lot of the, the people that have been listeners for a long time would have expected me to absolutely go off the rails with this in terms of just ranting and criticizing this, criticizing that. I don't have a problem with this game. I really don't. Like I've stated, I, I think that the Lightning did all the things well, all, all the essential things well. And I, and I think that really sometimes just the puck doesn't bounce in your favor. Sometimes the ice doesn't tilt in your favor. And, and I think this is a prime example of that. So I'm not too worried about this possibly starting into a, a repetitive thing. I don't think it is. I, I think this this Lightning team is fine, all things considered, given that, you know, how they responded on Sunday to the Wild. And I think that's the important thing that we have to take from this loss is that, you know, when you look at this loss, you don't have to look at how they lost. You have to look at how they responded in the following game. And th- this will all connect when I do the recap tomorrow for the Wild. I like I stated, I think that the Lightning played well and that play carried over into the wild game. I think the only thing that was missing from this Devils game was really the physicality. I think that towards the end of the second period, the Lightning may have, you know, not have played physically as, you know, as much as that we are expected them to. And that could have very well been the defending factor, but I don't, the, the deciding factor, but I don't think so. They they 
26 hits is a lot. That, that shows that you're pl- going out there, you're laying the body along the boards especially, and, and you're getting in guys' faces. Like I stated, you know, sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the, the opposing team, and the Devils played well in this game. So I don't have a problem with the Sloss. I think that if the Lightning go out and play this this kind of game in terms of style and, and you know, they win the battles and the face-off circle and, and put up a lot of shots and score on the power play, yes, I would have liked to have seen them score more than once in four tries on the power play, which at this point I think is a broken record for us in terms of, you know, the Lightning need to be more productive on power plays. But other than that, I thought they did a very good job. And and I think that if you if they go out and play like this consistently, I don't think we'll see many games like this as the season progresses, especially heading into the All-Star break and the Olympics. So um, and, and obviously we'll talk about all that more um, as it goes on. But I don't expect anything to change. I think they're going to go into the Flyers game on on Tuesday with the same kind of mentality, the same type of energy, and I I expect them to win. I fully expect them to win. Hopefully, we could win that game in regulation because you don't want the Lightning playing too many games in OT, extending the game, playing too many unnecessary minutes to where this team over time, that will drag on you. And we'll talk about more of that on tomorrow's episode uh, when I recap the wild game. But first, I want to remind you just one more time, please go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed. And also follow us on social media, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And give me a follow on Twitter at D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K, Danky Dank on Twitter. And give us a five-star review uh, wherever you get the podcast. So, you know, we really appreciate that. And if you want to give us a bad review, send me one on Twitter. Love to hear from all of you. (laughs) So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.